Hey, everybody. This is Mandy. And I'm just wondering, can I grow down? I'm tired of growing up. Okay. You mean like (laughs) maturity-wise or do you mean like, man, I'm tall. I don't want to always be the one being asked to reach the box on aisle 12. I don't think I'm that tall. (laughs) I'm just tired of being a grown-up. Understandable. Hi, everybody. This is Ollie. And you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. And this is the Mandy and Ali podcast. Four guys with the Mustangs. Daddy ran away, left your mama with the keys to the Mustang. Yeah, keys to the Mustang. Same ones you. All right, Mandy, how are you doing on this fine day? You know, earlier when you were sniffing your armpits, I forgot to put on deodorant. Hey, <laughs> that's how we starting. Okay. All right, and I know she's going to leave this, y'all, so, yeah, that's how yeah. we start. We got to be real with the people. <laughs> At least they know. I, I feel, but I say myself because I said I forgot to put on deodorant, and that by you doing that, I remembered that I forgot. Let's be clear, you all. I was stretching. So, you know, naturally you turn to the left, you turn to the right, and if you just so happen to sniff, then it just happens that way. Oh, I didn't just lift not... up my arms and go, ooh, armpit. <laughs> you <laughs> were stretching, but you made the active choice to sniff. It wasn't just coincidence. <laughs> but it makes me think, you know, like, okay, because you should really always wear deodorant. But here's the thing. We're technically in fall, right? When people mm-hmm. don't wear deodorant in the summertime, you could smell them coming a mile away because it's mm-hmm. hot. But in the wintertime and that transitioning fall period, people be wearing a lot of layers mm. to, to keep warm. So it's also important to wear deodorant because then it's like you're creating your own oven of funk <laughs> inside of your clothes. <laughs> and you could take off a layer and then that oven opens. you like, what oh, is no. that smell? Like, that's still cooking. Put it back on. Put it back on. <laughs> Close the oven. Right now, I don't stink, but but I, I just it reminded me not to forget <laughs> when this winter comes. That's funny that you said that. So I've been in the process, I want to say, for the last year trying different natural deodorants, and it was hectic, at least starting out, like stuff that ha- doesn't have, like, aluminum or, you know, stuff that technically gets into your blood system and people say is linked to causing cancer and other diseases because it blocks you up right that's the whole point of like mm-hmm. antiperspirant is so you don't sweat but naturally we're supposed to sweat so it's like like I think I said it before on one of the podcasts or maybe it was just a conversation I was like at the store and I was like man somebody smells really really bad and I got home and I was like oh that was me <laughs> yeah <laughs> one of those natural deodorant days so because yeah. I've been doing the natural deodorant too a little bit, but not as uh, strictly as you have, but I try to because I still got, like, little bars of not uh, natural deodorant here or there. And it is the it's the antiperspirant that, you know, is unfortunate, but I can tell, like, why it's so important because I'll put on my deodorant, and even though I feel like my armpits themselves don't sweat, it's almost as if sweat starts in the armpit and then, 
goes into every other part of your body. And once my body realizes, oh, the armpit's sweating, then it's like, well, we all going to sweat. And it'll be like, my <laughs> armpits don't stink, but other parts of my body stink. And I'm like, that wouldn't have stuck if I was wearing anti, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm just like, yeah. well, now, and then it's a, another conflict of, I can't put on baby powder like how you would put on back in the day, because apparently... Mm-hmm. That's cancerous. So also I'm just like, to cancer. Mm-hmm. what do you do <laughs> to stay fresh do? in these streets? Yeah, I try not to overheat my body. <laughs> and I put on extra layers of natural deodorant. And I notice like certain ones, like just the crystal, that's not going to last me all day. That'll last me like three or four hours. But if I use the I don't even know why you and the charcoal crystal. and tea tree oil one, then that's going to that's gonna have me right for 24 hours. So it's trial and error from my side. Yeah, like I'm not trying to shame anybody on what they use. But when you say you're using a crystal, I'm just like, nah, bro, no. So it's not like an actual crystal, like the one Monique was talking about. It's it's oh, uh, because I'm like I've heard people crystal, talk about you. <laughs> no, it's a roll-on. Okay. It's called crystal. Like, stop rubbing yourself like, a rock. <laughs> <laughs> we have advanced as a civilization. Exactly. I was just like, bro, that's like saying you just keep mint leaves under your armpit. I'm just like, now you just smell like you brewing tea, like, and you still smell. <laughs> Not mint leaves. Ooh, Chile. Yo, do you have any goal updates? I want to know. How's your no-spin November going? You're six days in. I am six days in. Uh, It's not going poorly. I still have been uh, entertaining myself, but it makes me more observant about certain things. So, like, I tried not to go out as much this weekend to avoid spending money because it started on the first. Was It was Friday, which is like, you know, mm-hmm. usually you'd be like, it's the weekend. It's payday. I'm finna go out. And instead I was like, let me see my behind side and not spend no money. Um, I did have an event to go to on Saturday, and that was fun. But because I was, like, trying not to go out, I didn't go to the grocery store because I was like, I have enough food in here to last me a while. I need to try and use that. I didn't go to the to get gas. So then earlier this week when I was I was on my way to work. Well, I was first it was from the day before I was leaving work and I knew I needed gas, but I had been traveling in traffic for over an hour and I did not feel like making nan one more stop. So I just went home. Then of course you wake up the next day and you like, Oh dang, I still need gas. Dang, I need gas. And I was like <laughs> And I was like, oh, that's enough gas to get me to work. So I was, again, stuck in morning traffic, and then the check engine light came on. And I was just like, right. And you know that's uncommon for me. Not check engine light. What's it called? Gas light. (laughs) The gas light came on. (laughs) But it's still uncommon for me to see the gas light because I am someone who's like, oh, we're at a quarter tank. I'm getting gas. Um, But I didn't do that this weekend. So... I still had to, like, I wasn't late for work because I had left pretty early, but I still had to, you know, make that stop. But I didn't fill up my tank because my work is closer to the city. Gas is more expensive in the city. So I was like, I'm not finna fill up on higher price gas. So I got a little bit of gas. That same day, I think that was yesterday, I went back out. And the gas price had lowered from this morning. I was so pissed. <laughs> I was so 
repeat it. <laughs> I was like, like that. Like what? Yes, it do, it does feel like when you're trying to make certain changes for yourself or like goals that little things in life just be trolling you. Like, oh, you just spend yep. money on gas. Let's make it cheaper now that you've already spent all the money. Yeah. And then I didn't even I didn't even remember to go back out and fill up. I'm just hoping that for the next couple of days it'll be lower because I think I might go out this you know later today or maybe tomorrow and get that gas. But when I saw like. Late in the matter of a couple of hours, that gas price had lowered by five cents. I was irked. <laughs> That's completely understandable. I've had that happen before where, like, I've gone to what I thought was a cheap gas station and, like, on the way home, passed three more that were lower prices. And I'm like, what are y'all doing? Y'all are never lower than this cheap one. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. So I can understand that grievance. What about you? What are your goals going? So my organization goals are kind of like all over the place. I went and looked at planners, 2020 planners, but I didn't buy any. So (laughs) (laughs) if we're focusing on like my food goals, I forgot to add cheese to um, some of my meals this week. So technically I adhered to my no dairy for that. But then when I was in the store a couple of days ago, I picked up some eggnog. So. Eggnog seems to be a thing right now. <laughs> Listen, it's the holidays. I That's one of the things It's like from a family member who I don't care for, I'm glad they introduced me to. I'm like, man, I don't really like you, but if I never knew you, I wouldn't have eggnog. Right. <laughs> if you didn't do anything else in my life, thank you for bringing me this eggnog. <laughs> and feel free to do nothing else in my life. <laughs> do nothing, drop the eggnog and get out. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. So, are you ready for this is a safe space today? Yes. Would you like to start? Okay. okay. I think we both know you. You got some stuff to <laughs> yeah. talk about. Yeah, I got some stuff to talk about, and I want to preface this with the fact that what I'm going to talk about, I told. My friends, I was like, you know what, I don't think I'm going to bring it up on the podcast. But there have been some developments, developments. And so, yeah, we're going to talk about it. This is our platform. We talk about what we want to talk about, real life stuff. So I just want to set the picture for you guys here. I had a friend that I um, met through Instagram and friend, associate, and basically we use one of the same selling platforms. So Um, she introduced herself because someone was talking mess about me or something like that or whatever. So then we became friends that way. So we talked about, like, business stuff on the daily and just, like, fun little stuff every now and then here and there, like, but frequently, like, every day or maybe once every two days, like, we're always sending each other things. So the other day, being yesterday, I received this message from this friend, and I'll try to take the bias and the emotion out of my voice so you all can hear what I'm trying to say. (laughs) she says hey random question but how old are you and so then I responded I said lady never tells laughing emojis da 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 and then I was like I'm in my late 20s why what's going on she said okay yikes I respect your privacy it's not a big deal but honestly I was wondering if you're old enough to realize how rude it is to leave an exchange mid-convo My little sister does it too, so I figured it was a generational thing. I know that's awkward, but I'm literally saying it as nicely as I can. 
Also, I'm not asking you to change anything, LOL. I was just curious. So for the rest, I'm going to paraphrase <laughs> because I don't, I don't – well, I don't know if Mandy wants me to read the whole exchange. I feel like I can read it quickly. But I'll paraphrase. I think that'll be a lot. <laughs> I'll paraphrase. Basically, I was I was taken aback, just to tell you how I was feeling. I was very taken aback because I'm like, we're friends as far as I'm concerned, at least IG friends, not real-life friends, but IG friends. And we've never had any beef, never had any issue, not even like an inkling of there's a problem. So I felt like she was coming for me. And I was just like, specifically the part, I'm wondering if you're old enough to realize how rude it is to leave an exchange mid-convo. Like, that just blew me as if <laughs> age and maturity have anything to do with your perception of leaving a conversation. Anywho. Yeah, it's condescending. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Do you realize how rude you are with your deliveries? <laughs> Anyways, paraphrasing what I replied, I was like, it's weird to me that you bring it up since we've had several conversations and you do the same thing. So basically I told her, I'm like, we've been communicating this way the same way. Like sometimes I message her and I only get an emoji back or she only likes the message, which is no problem. Sometimes I message her and she doesn't respond for a couple of hours. Even when she sent me this message, I responded back immediately she waited like 30 minutes or so to respond. So I was just very, very confused. And I also brought it up to her. I was like, maybe you're projecting because you're having a bad day. And I said, when people don't respond to me right away or don't have any kind of interaction with the text that I send them, I chalk it up to them having lives. <laughs> and I didn't say that in a weird way. I just said, I chalk it up to them being busy, you know what I mean? And not being in their phone all the time. Like, that's what I see it as. So then she responded and said, I just I noticed that's your communication style and it's not natural to me. And I just had to ask. I'm trying to figure out if it's my perspective or an age thing. And again, I'm just like, my age has nothing to do with what you do and do not like for your communication style. So we um, we didn't necessarily go back and forth, but she said her last piece about it. I said my last piece about it. And so afterwards, I was really confused with myself. I've been trying to do this thing where I feel like I'm growing and maturing more around like, okay, this is my perspective on the situation. And honestly speaking, when stuff like this happens, I feel like I'm right 95% of the time. And this could be with anyone. So I, when I, <laughs> I really want to be mindful and try to check myself. So I sent this exchange, the whole exchange, my part, her part, to several different friends guy friends, girlfriends, just to get some feedback to make sure I wasn't, like, thinking I was crazy, you know what I mean, or thinking, like, I was out of line or something. And the consensus was the same. Like, yeah, she came for you. <laughs> and the her delivery could have been um, better. There was only one guy friend, and he started off on the wrong foot, but I guess eventually came around to saying what he was trying to say. And he started off with saying, well, I understand her trying to find understanding. And I was like, mm, I don't understand what you mean. He was like, I also feel like her reasoning was understandable. He said, definitely don't think she was being rude. And she was very civil and respectful about it. She seemed genuine. And I said, dot, 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 okay. And then I repeated the first paragraph, which I just said to you all. But honestly, I was wondering, blah, blah. And so then he was like, yeah, that part wasn't very nice. That wasn't um, cool at all. And I feel like I'm rambling. Basically, this is the one friend who had something kind of different to say. And he was just like, if that was mid-convo as she's perceiving it, 
I can see how she would think that would be rude, but my thought would be um, for her is I wonder if she's old enough to realize when a conversation is over. And I was like, that's a really good question. Are you old enough to realize when a conversation <laughs> is over? And so I'm, I was conflicted about it. I was conflicted about whether I would keep this relationship going, this friendship going. And then um, I got on my Instagram and I saw I had one less follower. I was like, that's weird. That number's been steady for like two weeks or so. And so someone just told me to type her name in to my followers and it didn't come up. I was like, oh, all right. So then I went to her page and it said, no posts available. And I was like, oh, all right, we blocking people. I'm talking about you. <laughs> so <laughs> it just really irked me, even the age thing, because she's literally like a a year or two older than me. And it also bothers me when people, oh, she's, it bothers me when people put these personas out like, oh, that person's crazy or that person's this, that person's that. And I've been listening and agreeing. And I'm like, maybe you're the person that's crazy in this situation. Or you claim, oh, I go to church. I do this. I do that. Well, how you're talking to me and how you're treating me isn't very Christian-like, even if you're a practicing Christian. So it just, it blew me the interaction blew me and it confused me and it made me live it. Then I calmed down and I was like, this is comical. This is ridiculous. So I know I'm all over the place, but <laughs> that's what I wanted to talk about for my This is a Safe Space. And Mandy had the full transcript. So Mandy, yeah. you have feedback? Yeah. I do. I feel like the reason why I was in agreement uh, with you and our friends, because I came late to the party, um, yeah on seeing what was going on. So I had even more, you know, like commentary from um, when it originally came out. But when this person gave her thoughts about, like her issue was the way you guys were communicating, but she didn't come from it in a place to say, I would like to better our communication. She came from it from a place that was like, well, you seem to be doing all these things wrong with your communication style. <laughs> and um, I just want to know why are you doing that? Is it because you're young? Is it because you old? Like, what's wrong with you? Why are you communicating like that? As opposed to saying, because pretty much the consensus was like, within our uh, group chat was like, if there's a certain way that she feels like would be a better way for her to receive information or for her to, you know, like to, mm-hmm. to have this relationship move more smoothly, she should right. be, communicate that to say like, you know, mm-hmm. I would appreciate if you would close out the conversations, but instead she just came from kind of an attacking place. And then it seems to me like you were trying to to not even attack her back, but be more defensive. Like, oh, well, you know, I just figured that you were busy. Like, I'm not trying to overpower you with a bunch of messages and blah, blah, blah. And it just continued to be a back and forth of you're doing this wrong and 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 all this stuff. And I'm like, to the point where you were like, I don't know that I want to continue this relationship as strongly. Like, you weren't talking about blocking, but you were just saying, like, this is someone I was used to talking to daily, like you said at the beginning, and now I feel like a tension between us. And it seemed like, especially with her then having blocks, when there wasn't any point when y'all were like, 
we're in fisticuffs now. It just seems like she kind of came from a position of like she wanted she wanted it to be a fight. She wanted it to right. be an argument or a disagreement as opposed to just being a conversation to better your relationship. Right. So that's why when you said the the follow up about her blocking you, I was uh, I can't remember exactly what I said, but it was to the effect of you know bad energy leaving on its own, and I sent a bunch <laughs> of gifts where they just be closing the door. I'm like, you know, good riddance to, to bad rubbish. Like if you want to remove yourself or you were you were bringing drama, bye. <laughs> it it just irks me, and this is it's always irks me when. I feel like someone is, like, wrong or not. They feel like they can talk but can't listen, and they get the last word in. So I'm like, you were wrong. You got the last word in, and then you blocked me. So it it just irks me. <laughs> I'm like, and another thing. <laughs> but it's like I – it just – I mean, it sucks. Like, I – thought we were cool but again when I look back at all or the couple of situations that she's had or the things that she's brought up and I'm like if you if you're doing this to me and I considered us to be pretty cool we talked like every day every other day then ain't no telling what kind of perspective you're giving me for these other situations the other thing you guys I know I was paraphrasing so I didn't get to everything but even my real friends, as in my real life, ones that I see, that I talk to, that, you know, know what's going on with me, my family, everything, they aren't even hounding me like, hey, you didn't finish this conversation. Hey, you forgot to end it with the A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Like, it was just odd. And one of our other friends in the group chat was like, well, what are you supposed to say? Okay, thanks, bye, at the end of every um conversation. I was like... I guess, like, <laughs> to me, if I'm liking a message, you see I like it. If I respond, I respond. If I send an emoji, I send an emoji. So it's not like I completely ignored. I asked a question. She answered it. I liked her response and kept doing what I was doing. So for this to spiral into what it did, I was like, this is ridiculous. This is uncalled for. <laughs> and even my real-life friends don't behave this way. So... <laughs> It was just weird. It's funny. Um, before I even saw all of this, I was talking to someone um, yesterday about, well, we were talking about love languages. Like, we were talking about, <laughs> it's funny. It's someone that I'm, like, kind of talking to or whatever, and we were both talking about our exes, and not in the way where it's like, tell me why you and your ex broke up. It was just like we were having a conversation about how we both still communicate with our exes for whatever reason. And I ended up giving him, like, advice about him and his ex. <laughs> Whoa. Like, in the, in the advice or com- how to communicate advice? How to communicate, but, like, what communicate in terms of how their, like, relationship would have been salvaged or could be salvaged or whatever. And it was basically to the tune of, like, like he was saying she kept, wanting him to show more, say more, to make her feel like she was a priority and that um, he really loved her and he felt like she would be, like, jealous of, like, the time she spent with, he spent with his family and friends and stuff. 
And so I was like, well, you know, it sounds like that book, Love Languages, I've never read it, but I've heard enough about it that I kind of have an understanding of, like, what the different love languages are. And to him, I was like, your love language is probably acts of service, and that's why when you would do things for her, you would be like, how can you not know that I love you and I care about you when I'm doing all this stuff for you? And her love language is probably words of affirmation and, like, physical touch. So she would want you to be there more and verbalize, you know, those strong feelings that you have. And I was like, just because people have different love languages doesn't mean that they can't be together. You just have to understand and be willing to, you know, put in effort to affirm people or make them feel good in the way that they like to receive it. And even though that's talking about, relationships in terms of like romantic it's definitely still true for any kind of relationship that you have and friendships included like how do you feel comforted or received by your friends but you definitely have to be able to communicate that effectively which she she basically broke up with you (laughs) she started an argument she was like I think it's funny how when we be talking you just stop talking all of a sudden you don't close the conversation out and I don't know if it's because you're young or I don't know if it's because you're just like well I sent you a like like what do you mean and she's like nope no, because it's got to be because something's wrong with you because it's definitely not because something's wrong with me. And then she blocked you, and now y'all broken up. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. Encore. Encore. I would like to add, you guys, that I said, you do the same thing. And like I said, I pointed out, she's like, oh, well, I was only doing that because you were doing it. So if somebody is doing – okay, listeners, please listen. A person that I'm talking, Shadi. If you listen, then please listen. If someone is doing <laughs> something that is bothering you, please bring it to their attention. If you have expectations that are not being met, please bring it to their attention. If you want something to happen that could actually happen, please bring it to their attention. Has she said, "Hey, Ollie, um, it confuses me," or "I feel like you're leaving me hanging," or "I would like some closure to the conversation for ABCDFG." I probably wouldn't have just said, okay, all right. I would have asked some questions like, well, what do you mean closure? Oh, well, when I do A, B, C, D, F, G, to me, the conversation's over. It would have been a conversation, but we could have gone somewhere instead of her coming for me and then just being ridiculous. So I'm going to send some... I'm going to send some good vibes her way, and hopefully in her next encounter, in her marriage, in her friendships, in her relationships with her family, she's able to reflect. With her sister in particular, because it sounds (laughs) like she might get the next lashing. (laughs) Lashing. Um, Hopefully she can do some self-reflection. That's the other thing. I'm like, I gently, I feel like, gave her back like, hey, well, you know, you could also be CDFG. And she said thank you and moved the heck on, like block. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. So She said, I didn't plan to do any receiving today. I just wanted to give you this word. So we're and not going to talk about friend, me. ex-friend do that before too, where it's like they were kind of dumping how they felt on me. And every time I tried to respond, they were just like, no, you just need to listen. I'm like, 
that's not how conversations work, especially between friends. You don't just unload and then not allow the other person to say their piece. So, yeah, that's my this is a safe space, you guys. So mm-hmm. I said it here. It's a safe space. If you want to take it out of the safe space and maybe continue the conversation, I'm also fine with that, too. If you want to know the full details, just send us a DM. Oh, snap. At least send us all the tea. All the tea. Do you have an entry for This is a Safe Space, Mandy? I do. It was something that just kind of hit me because I was kind of thinking hard. I was like, do I got anything for This is a Safe Space? Do I? Do I? Do I? And then I I just, it's just something that's like a small something, but it could be a big something. And it's dealing or interacting with other people's relationships. So, you mean like being the third wheel or something like that? Well, I feel like you said that because you know I'm a professional third wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's coming season, and if anybody's looking for a third party to just kick it with y'all, Mandy is that girl. I require is like, you know, a ride sometimes, a meal. You're so silly. Let me or know what the entertainment is. Cuffing season. Maybe Mandy can go on a date. Don't have to. You're so silly. Who says it's cuffing season and then offers themselves to be a third wheel instead of somebody that's been doing it for 10 plus years. So she already knows what the deal is. (laughs) I've been doing this for over 10 years. I am literally a professional. I'm at senior level when it comes to third to third wheeling. So. Oh, my goodness. But I wasn't saying like specifically (laughs) as a third wheel. But, like, when you are noticing the dynamics of, or when you're involved, I don't want to say involved in someone's relationships, but you have a relationship with people who are in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they may ask you or, like, have an opinion on it. Like, it could be your parents. Mm -hmm. It could be uh, friends. It could be your sibling and, like, their significant other. It could be... Like, you know, it could just be, like, all kinds of dynamics of other people's relationships, but you are still involved, interactive in some form. Um, And how you navigate that if you have an opinion or if they ask you for your opinion for something. My sister said something one time. Which I totally disagreed with. But she basically said that she don't have anything to do with her and her parents' relationship. And I was like, how would you not have anything to do with your parents' relationship? And she was like, the dynamic of them being in a relationship doesn't exist because of me. And I was like, it literally exists because of you. (laughs) But she was just like... Them continuing to have a relationship has not like like she may have been involved in their you know start process or whatever, but not in their continuing. And I was just like, mm, I don't agree with that. I come really? from the school. Yeah, I don't. I come from the school of Monique Slaughter, where she was <laughs> when she said the fizz, <laughs> and she was like, "You as a father, my son." We are going to be tied together till you, him, or I, one of us is in the ground. And I'm like, yes, facts. That's true. Tied together, yes, but th- that's 
different, I think, than being – okay, well, no, it's not because you're right. That's a different relationship, too. That's a parent and child. So Yeah, like, to me – yeah, with parents, but that's what I was saying. Like, my sister said it about our parents. That's what I was just like, that's not true. I mean, with other people, like, it may not be as true, but in certain things, I'm just like, when, especially when they're in it, I do feel like from the outside looking in, I'm just like, huh, this ain't my business, but it could be my business. And I have an opinion on it. And sometimes I'm like, I'm very much of the opinion of, I'm not going to share my opinion with those involved if they don't want it. But sometimes I have a commentary and I don't know who to give it to. You mean commentary for about your parents or to your parents? Not just my parents, it's like about a relationship. Like if I see stuff that happening, um, ooh, I, I have a good example. For those people who watch Married at First Sight, um, last season, Elizabeth and Jamie were amongst the couples that had, like, a lot of drama. <laughs> and <laughs> and there was an incident where they had, like, Jamie publicly, like, yelled at her in front of two of the other couples. Like, she was talking, and he felt like she was talking too much um, when they were supposed to be getting instruction at the race car track or whatever and he was like would you shut up and let the man talk and she was livid and upset and it affected her behavior for the rest of the day and you know going forward from their marriage like into their marriage for other stuff but part of the reason why she was upset is because nobody else from the other couples said anything in defense of her like yelling at him and so that's how I would think, yeah, what you saying? Say, can I interject? Do you think one of the other couples should have? I feel like that's a lot of dynamics. These are other couples that don't know each other, right, and we're all on this TV show together, right? I, I mm-hmm. feel like not in a couple's way that maybe someone should have said something, but I feel like maybe the men should have checked him. If anything, I feel like maybe the men should have checked him, like, hey, why are you yelling at this woman? Or yelling at yeah. her I'm not sure if, like, as a couple, I would expect another couple to jump in, you know? Yeah. But just, it was, she was just saying, like, nobody said anything to him. Anything. Okay. So, yeah, that, so that's where I feel like, I feel like, not that I'm Elizabeth, but I just feel like I'm that person that would be like, dang. I see this thing happening, or I'm in, I see this behavior. <laughs> I have a relationship to these people involved. What do I do? What do I say? How do I interact with them? <laughs> like, who? And if I can't say it to them because you know it's not my relationship, is there someone else that I can share my opinion on it about? Because I've just found that like recently. With all kinds of relationships, like my parents' relationships, my friends' relationships, like with other friends, or even like other people's, like, you know, like when you got that girlfriend that maybe is always telling you to dump your man, like, or whatever. <laughs> you're just like, mm, I see this, I, mm, I have an opinion on this. And I'm just like, I don't want to be the shady friend that's talking about people behind their back, but I'm also like, I can't necessarily say it to your face, so what do you do when you, like, have an opinion on other people's relationships? Mm. I 
I I feel like I have to kind of sometimes wait until it gets to a tipping point. Me personally, at least with my friends, I think I try to. I remember being younger and just kind of speaking my mind, like, he's trash. Don't bother with him. He got untrustworthy teeth. You need to leave him alone. Oh, he's my gosh, the untrustworthy teeth. So. <laughs> that is going to be a story for another day. <laughs> Ollie and her untrustworthy teeth. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I remember being like that, but I feel like as I've gotten older, I'm like, I don't want that situation to happen kind of also another recent Love & Hip Hop reference, actually, where it's like you tell your friend something or you tell a family member something. But in this case, we're talking about friends. You tell your friend something that you don't like about their guy or they separate, and then they get back together, and then your friend doesn't mm-hmm. want to tell you anything else because either they know you don't like them, they know you don't approve, or maybe they just don't want you, you know, to have any more negative thoughts if you're trying to work things out. So I try to kind of hold my tongue until it gets to the tipping point or unless someone's just like, hey, Ollie, what do you think about this? You know what I mean? But I'll definitely have my opinion. I'll definitely be sitting here like, mm-hmm, putting my fingers <laughs> on my mouth like, do 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 Yeah. And for the most part, like, unless it's, like you said, like a, almost a habitual negative thing that's happening. I'm not usually bursting at the seams to be like, ooh, I'm just waiting for you to ask me about them so I can let let you know how I feel. I'm just waiting for you to tell me y'all got in a fight so I can tell you how both of y'all be uh, fighting dirty or whatever. Like, for the most part, I'm just like, that was strange. <laughs> and, and I try to put it in my back, in my back senses and by my business. Or, or I'm just like, mm, like, but, but for some stuff, like I do kind of get involved when I'm when it's happening in front of me with my parents, mm-hmm. and I really, I just don't know how not to. <laughs> like when my sister mm-hmm. says she does it, I'm just like, how could you not like say something? They are parents. Like, I don't know. It's, I just find that funny. Just be like, you're not gonna share your opinion. Who else gonna tell them about themselves if not their children? That's a good point. I guess I guess I'm kind of more so on the side of your sister here because I'm I guess I would expect their friends to chime in. I I feel like there's this weird dynamic even or at least for me when you get older where like parents may still see you as the child or a child so they might not heed what you have to say or take what you have to say seriously. So for me, I would expect that their friends would chime in and help them out in that regard. Mm. Yeah, I guess the reason why I feel like I wouldn't say certain things for certain people and and parents included is that in front of certain people, some couples, you know, put on their they best, be, put themselves on their best behavior. Like, mm-hmm. I remember um, they used to tell, like, the pastor might say a story about, oh, some of y'all was arguing in the car on the way over, and now you get to church and you're sitting in, in the pew and everybody has their smiles on, but you're still mad about whatever she said or whatever he said in the car. And I'm like, yeah, like, that's a real yeah, thing where people, <laughs> people put on their representatives in front of their friends, in front of their coworkers, in front of the pastor, the people at church, or even in front of family sometimes. But um, some friends, you know, they they show the, their full selves or they let their full selves out in front of their friends. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times parents do not 
hold their breath for the kids. So I'm just like, <laughs> when you get to that point of you're like, I'm seeing the true colors mm-hmm. of the dynamics of what's going on in the relationship, it does feel like hard to be like, well, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut because right. Especially for people when it's like they're not going to therapy. If you go into therapy, then that really ain't my business. I'm going to let the therapist handle it. You're paying them that money. <laughs> but for those that are, I'm just like, don't you want someone with, you know, from outside perspective that is invested but not as invested in 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 the two of you to, to say, hey, this is what it looks like is going on. I just want to put that comment out there because I'm not just saying it to be messy. I just feel like I would want to put it out there to to be helpful. Mm, Okay. So your intentions are to be helpful. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't want it. But that's what I'm like. Sometimes you say stuff and it can just appear to be messy, even if that's not what you're Mm -hmm. trying to do. That's why I'm like, I don't want to sound like I'm the messy friend or daughter or cousin or, you know, whomever and whatever, coworker. But I'm just like... Yeah, look like a mess from here. Yeah, I definitely get that. Or I even when some people used to say or would give their input with me after I'm venting to them, and I like would get defensive, and I have to kind of check that. Like, why am I getting defensive? Or even sometimes I'm like, okay, well maybe I won't talk about this to this particular person because I'm expecting a certain reaction, whether they're trying to be helpful or not. So I don't know. I feel I feel like it varies from relationship to relationship. If it's some, if I see like my friend getting, like, hit on, of course I'm going to say something, I'm going to jump in. If I see my parents <laughs> arguing over When your friends being cock blockers. Right. <laughs> what? Cock blockers? Twat swatters, too. What? You say if your friend's getting hit on, you're going to cock block like, or twat swat. No, I mean, like, abuse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What? <laughs> Why is she laughing about that? I was very confused. No, I'm not. I wasn't laughing about abuse. That's I know you thought of it like, come, hey, wingman hit on. No, no, no. I meant like, if I see like my friend getting physically hit, of course I'm going to jump in. I'm going to say something. If I see my parents arguing about something that I deem to be menial, like small, and that I feel like I could be a mediator about, I'm not jumping into that <laughs> because I feel like that's it's it's going to do more harm than good. So you don't think it'll do no good? No, it ain't gonna do no kinds of good. Mm. Mm. It's funny that you what? say like the physical abuse thing because that's like really hard. I feel like to navigate those waters. Really, you think so? If say the person that you're closer to is the one doing the abuse. You mean like, oh, oh, okay. I remember when we had, we have this friend and we, <laughs> we thought this. <laughs> okay. I don't think I'm going to tell this story. He said, you know, I think it's better not to put this on a public forum. Um, (laughs) If you're closer to the person that's committing the action, I think that's even harder because it's not like you're you're like, it's not like you're saving your friend. You're, You're like, well, you might be saving them from like a DV charge. 
Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's even harder to navigate. I feel like that's actually going to, I mean, I would still probably get involved and try to, like, hold them back, but I feel like that was going to take some conversation, like, yo, you can't be doing that. <laughs> like, man on man, woman on woman, or man on woman, either way, everybody can go to jail for DV, so you can't do that. Yeah, like, you see someone that you care about in their relationship, everybody has a heightened level of aggression. Mm-hmm. Or a heightened level, because to me, I do feel like you have to say something when they start to to display even those small amounts. Well, not the smallest amounts, but small amounts of like negative behavior, like, how they talk to each yeah. other. Because yeah, it's a, it's how it starts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those true. things build up. Yeah, I'm fine with being playful or seeing playfulness in relationships or love taps or wrestling and stuff like that. But when it gets to like. I don't know, people, and this not just relationships, this can be family members or whatever, people calling you trash or saying you ain't no good and doing all this other good stuff, doing that and doing that in front of other people, like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's something you need to have a conversation with your friend about. If that's your friend, then yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. All um, right, let's uh, leave this conversation before we start <laughs> spilling too much. Yep, things. yep, yep, stay out of here. Let's go to the plate. <laughs> You got any meat and or potatoes on your plate for today, uh, Mandy? Um, again, I just have a little a little side piece okay. to give a little, a little biscuit. Mm-hmm. A biscuit. I just had okay. All right, I don't even eat biscuits. Um, I just had a customer <laughs> service uh experience <laughs> that I thought you could appreciate, Ollie, because you are the customer service queen. Um, for complaints Aww. and problems, and all that oh, stuff. Damn. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you gave it the alley. You've been knocked it off. You said you are the. I don't look at this as a negative. I'm for complaints. Okay. No, but I mean, like, if somebody, if somebody does not perform the service or provide the product that you were meant to receive, you go mm-hmm. let them know to make sure you get what it is that you asked for, or what you wanted, or what you're supposed to get. And I don't look at that as being a negative. So that's why I say you the queen. She the goat. Thank you. You're welcome. So um, the situation that I had is I I read a lot on my Kindle. I, got, I have subscribed to Kindle Unlimited, which basically means, I mean, they're like a lot of the cheaper books, but sometimes they'll be like really well-known stuff that kind of go in rotation into being in the Unlimited category. For a while, they had, like, Harry Potter. I thought I was going to finally read the books, but then I didn't. So (laughs) I just feel like now I'm just, you know, past the bandwagon. I'm just like, I don't know that I would. That's the best time to do it, when the bandwagon has moved on. Trust me. But, um, so yeah, so I have Kindle Unlimited. <laughs> I just went on a little sidetrack. I still don't think I'm going to read it. I'm sorry, Ollie. Um, so I have Kindle Unlimited, and recently Verizon, they have, like, these rewards that they give out. And one of the rewards I had gotten was to get Kindle Audible for um, two months for free. They could set what it was, like 60 days, something like that. And that's what well, they read to you? Like yeah. Audible books? Okay. Mhm. As well as like a ten dollar gift card. So I was like, check. I'll have that because I love to read. But um, you know, especially if I'm like doing stuff around the house, I'll be able to listen to a book 
and not have to just stop and read. Because a lot of times it takes me forever to read a book because I'm usually reading like at the end of my day and I'll get tired and sleepy and all that stuff. So I went to my Kindle because, again, that's where I do all of my reading and that's where I would most likely be doing the audible listening. And I attempted to go to sign up and use this promo code that I had from my Verizon Rewards. And it already had my card information and it signed me up for like a regular subscription. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Like it never opened up a prompt for me to get the promo code. So I was like, "Mm, this is not going to work out. Mm -hmm. So I went on my computer to try and adjust it. And basically I like tried to cancel the other one and put in the promo code and it still didn't work. So I went, they, and I was like, okay, well now I need a customer service person because these options that I've tried to use aren't working. And the option that I chose, because they were like, you can do email, you can do phone, you can do chat. I was like, I need to do chat because, again, I have yeah. other stuff going on. I need to be able to, to do those things and not just be caught up on a phone line for forever waiting on somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did the chat, and people kind of moved quickly with the chat, too. Like someone got on the line pretty fast as opposed to the phone. I could have been on there all day. Um <laughs> So I explained the situation to the person on the chat, and they were like, oh, um, it looks like you already got a Kindle uh, Audible subscription. And I was like, that happened today when y'all took my information. That wasn't the attempt I was trying to use. And I went back and forth with her about it for a while, and she was basically like, well, I can't apply your promo code, but I, you know, for your inconvenience, I will give you this 90-day thing, but I won't be able to give you the $10 gift card from Amazon because I don't work in that department. I'm going to pass you on to a different department. So she attempted to pass me on to a different representative, again, through the chat. It dropped and picked up like 10 representatives. <laughs> a new like, person kept coming one, in. Pass it to Julie. Julie, you want this one? No, pass it to Shirley. Kind Julie, of. That's how it felt. <laughs> like someone would come in, they'd be like, um, give me a minute while I read the exchange that I have mm-hmm. with this, um, you know, basically trying to read what I had already talked about the last person with. And that happened like 10 times. Every time the other person went off, to quote-unquote read what was going on, they would come back and disappear and get dropped off the line. And then when I would kind of get a little bit further with one person Mm -hmm. and communicate with them, then they would drop off the line. So I was just like, I ain't never going to get this $10 gift card. Like I really was in the mindset of of almost just being like clicking out of the chat because I was like, I'm over this. Like it's been over an hour (laughs) trying to deal with the situation from start to finish. But Again, because I was on the chat, I was like, well, it's not keeping me from doing anything else that I'm already doing. So I'm just going to stay open on the line until someone tells me, no, you're not going to get it or until they give it to me. And eventually I did get that $10. So I was just like feeling kind of hyped because I got an extra month and I still got the $10 that's supposed to get because... Uh, it didn't work out the way it was supposed to the first time. So I was just like, I just wanted to share that. Um, it don't have nothing to do with nothing. I just I just was happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. 
That's nice. Yeah. I had an in-store situation today with um, Target. I had a coupon. I had about 22 cans of beans. Don't ask what for. <laughs> the coupon only applied to four of the cans, and so 18 of the cans are regular price. So I walked over to, um, and I always check my receipt. That's another thing, you guys. Check your receipts. Even if you're in the drive-thru, do not drive off because then you don't have to park in a spot, walk inside. Stay right there. You already paid, and check your stuff. Anyways, I rolled my cart over to um, exchange and returns and whatnot. She was like, hey, how am I help you today? It was a beautiful black woman. I was like, Hi. <laughs> She was like, hey, can I help you? I was like, yeah, my coupon didn't come off of here. And so she, so what it should have given me back was like 54 cents. Like I already had my calculator. I did the math. And so she was, she repeated it to me. And she was like, okay, it looks like we owe you 90 cents. And I gave her a face. And I, I don't know why she, I don't know how she took the face, but I gave her a face because I was like, in my head, I was like, no, it's 54 cents. But she was like, you know what, we'll just round it up to a dollar. And I was just like, okay and so then she starts doing some other calculations and she was like you know what for your inconvenience we'll just make it three dollars and i was like okay (laughs) (laughs) i was like i I came in fighting for 54 cents but i got they surely could never they surely could not (laughs) i don't even know if you can use coupons at walmart yeah, you can use coupons at Walmart. Another thing I learned, so at my last Target um, outing, I forgot to use a coupon. So I tried to go back to the returns desk to return it, and she was like, oh, just give me the coupon. I gave her the coupon, and she gave me the money value for it. So I didn't have wow. to like, write a return and buy it back. And I was like, is this legit? And I looked on the receipt, and it said manufacturer coupon. I was like, oh, okay, this is a legit thing they do. Okay. So shout out to Target. Target is bae. I don't even like that word. I don't know why I just said that. I say it because Visco girls say it. Do you know what a Visco girl is, Mandy? Nah, I was about to ask, what, what does Bay stand for something, or did we just shorten baby? I thought it was the shortened version for baby. My friend from, like, three years ago told me it means before all else. Oh, yeah, that is what it stands for. That don't apply to most things. I don't like it, though. <laughs> I just like it short for baby. Like, bae. Because I'm like, before all else, I don't know about that. <laughs> These tacos hitting, the chocolate cake good. I don't know about that. If you said, before I love else. you, bae, then that's like, that applies. But there's not much else I could think of where it, like, makes sense. Hey, bae, bae. Hey, hey, before all else. Hey, before all else. Hey, baby. <laughs> well, I don't think that I don't think Hurricane Chris meant it like that. I think he I th- he was legit saying a baby, bay. like he just he just extended baby in the most dramatic Texas fashion he could. Oh well, no, you're right. I don't think it works anything else. Bay told me he loves me before all else told me he loves me. Unless you want to make that a noun, Jean <sighs> say. So yeah, okay. On my plate for meat and potatoes, this was before uh, Blockiana decided to excommunicate herself from me. I was going to ask you, how do you recover from friendship faux pas? Like, when you have, like, a weird situation, do you, like, address it head on? Do you try to wait for time to go by? Do you wait to hear it for the other per- from the other person for initial contact, or does it just vary for you? Or like um, the level two of faux pas, you know. There's definitely levels. I mm-hmm. prefer if 
Um, if I have an issue, I like to address it head on right then and there. I would appreciate if people would also do that, like friends would also do that with me, but I can't make them because if it comes up later, I just kind of look at it like I don't know how to help you. We're not in that situation anymore. <laughs> I'm like, this has been bothering you, you for this long. Oh, okay. No, I'll talk about it, but I'm just like, this has been bothering you for this long. And I don't know how to fix your feeling about your pro. Like you've been stewing in this. Like it's like if somebody asked you to make stew at the Fourth of July, and then you show up on Labor Day, and we like we're not eating that no more. Like that's how it feels to me. But maybe it takes some people that long to make. The stew. I understand. I do understand <laughs> that. Like for some people, like that's what they have to do. But then I'm just like, if it's for me, it's more difficult. Not that I'm not going to still attempt to resolve the issue, but it's more difficult for me to understand how to resolve the issue when th- that problem started in, in an entirely different space and time. So I am definitely of the preference of, like, talking about it when it happens. But also when people present to me that they have an issue because I'm I, I think the reason why I like to do it in that space and time is because I think I'm pretty good about kind of getting over things mm. um if they're addressed so I'm like all right let's hurry up and talk about this so then we could be cool <laughs> for other people <laughs> I was like, I'm not like that or <laughs> didn't you right? I don't. <laughs> like but would you agree that I'm like that Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. But not other... in a way of, like, let's hurry up and talk so I can dismiss what you're saying. Not like that. Definitely in a way, like, let's hurry up and resolve this so we can get back to being friends type of way. Yeah. For other people, I have found that they're like, no, I have to give them their time mm-hmm. to to feel how they feel about it. Mm-hmm. But I do still feel like even after you're like, okay, now that you've processed it, we still have to have, again, what feels like an additional talk to make sure is everything ironed out? (laughs) We're not going to have, you know, do we have an understanding about whatever this problem is so that we don't become a repeat on this issue? Right. Yeah, that's definitely how I used to be. There will be times where it's like, I really, in my mind, like, I want a resolution. I want a conclusion with a specific friend. But my heart and, like, my emotions were not up to speed. Like, my mind would be like, yeah, I want to close this out. And my heart and emotions would be like, but we're hurting. (laughs) (laughs) It's like I could never really get them on the same page. I feel like they're more so on the same page now because a lot of times I'm like, we don't have a lot of time on this earth. We're about to be however many years old, like, try, at least try to kind of, like, you know, what do you call this when you brush your hands of it? Wipe your hands of the issue. It's how I try to remind myself how to be, but I know my emotions and my mind aren't always on the same plane. Yeah. Which is, I understand that because, but it what hurts me is when someone refuses to talk about it. Like, I'd be like, we have a problem. And when someone's like, there ain't no problem, there ain't no problem. But the way you're behaving and acting, clearly there is a problem and an issue. You keep responding to whatever is bothering you and 
not, I don't want to say attacking me, but you're letting it affect the way that you behave with me, behave but with you don't want to yeah. deal with the issue. You keep trying to pretend like it doesn't exist. So how that's supposed to work? <laughs> it's not. It's not going to work. <laughs> Definitely not going to work. Jeez, so I did have to learn that, like, for some things, if you can't, remove yourself from that person, you have to learn to be satisfied in the situation for yourself. Like, if they're never going to talk to you about whatever your problems are, can you find your own peace and resolve by yourself? Hmm. And that's when I think I start doing more more stuff where I'm just like, I'm remove like, I will, like, physically remove myself from the situation. Like, I've had that issue a lot with family. My family isn't the best at communication. They talk a lot. (laughs) We talk a lot. But communicating real problems, they never mastered that. (laughs) So I can understand. Trust. (laughs) So when I can say I, and again, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but I am the most emotional of all of my, like, family members. So when I'm like, okay, again, I'm someone where I'm like, there's a problem here. I would like to talk about it. I would like to fix it because I am here with all of my emotions and my feelings, and I would like to let them out. And they're like, you're the one with the problem. I don't have a problem. We're not going to talk about this. (laughs) And I'm just like, okay, is there a way that I can (laughs) talk to myself about all of my feelings and emotions and get to a conclusion? Because I know that I'm someone that has to talk about it and get to a conclusion. (laughs) That sucks, though. You have to do that by yourself, and it's not just a you situation. Yeah. Yuck. I mean, like, for me to deal with all of my own thoughts and, and feelings about myself, isn't that why people go to therapy? But if I have it with someone else, <laughs> I should be able to talk to you. <laughs> should be able to. Family's a whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... My poor attempt of a drum roll. Visco girl. Y'all can't see us, but we're doing Visco girl things. Hey. I like Starbucks. Here's my picture with the sepia filter. Visco girl. Is <laughs> <laughs> anybody or anything receiving your underappreciated awards for today? It's a thing today, y'all. It's a thing. And shout out to anybody who can relate to me in this feeling. But my underappreciated award is going to burned bottom rice. When you make that pot of rice, and it's perfect, but a little bit of that bottom get crispy. Ooh, I just love the taste. I it's not it ain't it ain't all the way burnt. It's not a complete blackhead situation, but that brown crisp. I love it. And last okay. night, I made some burn bottom rice, and that junk was so good. Like, I'd be trying to scrape around the top good part of the rice so I could get to the bottom. Because <laughs> it tastes so good. It tastes so good. 
And for the, and I just want to be like, everybody don't love you like I love you, burn bottom mm-hmm. rice. But I want nope. you to know <laughs> that if no one else loves you, I do. And that's why I'm giving burn bottom rice my underappreciated word because it hit the spot last night and today when I had my leftovers. Uh, when you originally said it, I just imagined these, like, black grains, and I was like, no. But then you said the brown parts, and I'm still like, I don't like I don't like crunchy rice, so that is not mm-hmm. a thing for me. But if you will hold down the crunchy rice community, then I will. I'm glad to have you. It's good. Mm-mm. <laughs> yum, yum. Eat them up. <laughs> It doesn't bother you. You know I'm a texture eater, so if I bite into rice and I hear a crunch, I'm going to think I cracked the tooth, and it's going to be a problem for me. <laughs> and your tooth turn brown? Because <laughs> you go over to it, I'm like, why my tooth brown? It ain't crunchy. <laughs> Cavities. <laughs> my underappreciated award. First of all, hat. Clap, clap, bravo for Mandy having something for her goals, for her face, <laughs> for her meat and potatoes slash appetizer, and an underappreciated award. Y'all need to go I play don't know the lottery how I when did y'all it. hear this. Y'all need to go play the lottery when y'all hear this. When the last time y'all heard something for every category? You funny. Go run them numbers. Go call your granny, your mammy, your bald-headed, whatever. Go run them numbers. <laughs> I don't know how I did it. I was definitely sitting here earlier today like, I don't got nothing except for this burn bottom rice. <laughs> What's that be the podcast title? What's that mean? Do you know what it is? You spoke it into existence. I didn't we go, <laughs> It's going to be called burn bottom rice. I could have named it a lot of things, but this week's going to be burn bottom rice. Mm-mm-mm. My underappreciated award is going to Tokyo Vanity. She's a rapper slash reality star slash uh, Louisiana native, and I just really commend her for being herself. She is Thickiana. She is very open about, like, her ups and downs with her weight, her ups and downs with her relationship, and with just being herself and expanding on her platform with being herself. And she creates some very funny content videos. So, yeah, it's going to Tokyo Vanity. She's my best friend, Fanna. She Fanna. What? Go, best friend. That's my best friend. That's my best friend. Yeah, you better get up. Best friend, won't you? Won't you? Won't you throw it in a circle? Yeah. She's that one. You're going to make us have to pay for the song. I know. That's why I said, all right. I think it's eight seconds. I think I went over eight seconds, but you can cut me up if you need to. DJ Cut and Cut, cut him up. You remember that song? No. Now, come, the on, ficky, come, ficky. On. come on. Come on. Never heard it. Yes, you have. It's the Cheetah Girl song. If you like what I'm saying, then come on. It don't matter if, if we're a hip-hop nation, so come on. It don't matter if you're brown, Puerto Rican, it, or Haitian. Uh, I is this end, those two boys <laughs> from yes. the first one? Uh, yes. The one where I was like, Raven Simone, please leave him alone. He is not that cute. He is not all that. Mm -mm." I think that's the boy from Alley Cat Strike, but I was still just like, I can't remember. And I don't actually know. Now I want to check. 
feel like he was in a couple of things, but if you asked me to place him, I could not place him to save my life. Right. I'm like, I couldn't tell you, but maybe, possibly. Yeah. girls was my jam and my jelly. That was, like, one of the first soundtracks I think I was allowed to, like, buy. It was really cool. I was going to yeah. say, that's kind of sad. We was we was kind of old when it came out. Listen, calm down. <laughs> 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 Calm down. Calm down. I'm not trying to put everything on blast, but I'm just like Are you we were... old enough to realize that was kind of old? We were kind of old when that came out. I feel like that's gonna be my new thing now. Every time I have something to say. Y'all. Are you um, old enough? Are you old enough to realize you shouldn't walk and chew gum at the same time? I'm just wondering because my little sister does it and it irks me. Are you old enough? <laughs> it is the boy from Alley Cat Strike. His eyes nice were very memory. striking to me. So I was just, like, I remember his eyes. They being, like, small and almond like that. Or he had, yeah. like, extra this, extra hood over his eyes or something. Should I say lid? <laughs> Eyelid? Yeah, okay. <laughs> forehead lid. Forehead lid. <laughs> Tokyo Vandy gets my underappreciated voice. Okay. <laughs> we did go in the tangent. It's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Wait, did you, you do you still have his information up? Like what else was he in? He a girl uh, I, cash strike. I do have uh his IMDB up. Let me go back okay. real quick though. All I'm right. just wondering if he's like this adult actor now that he's on stuff we watch, but we don't even recognize him. He is an adult actor. Uh, not on okay. stuff we watch as much, unless you used to watch Being Human, um, which I did not. Good. No, I watched Almost Human, which they canceled after like one season. That was a good show. Um, he was also in the series The Six, which I know because of Edwin Hodge. Cause I I was like a little I had a little crush on Edwin from back in the day, but most people know his brother more, Aldous Hodge. Is he? Are they British? Nah, they they're actually from Los Angeles, and they grew up with Janine Daniels. Hmm. Interesting. And they That's are both actors. Like name to me. Oh, because of the Edwin. Yeah, no. But Aldous was in. <laughs> oh, facts. Aldous, no. <laughs> Should I tell you about Aldous? Because I feel like you you know him um, from stuff. He oh oh wait, but Edwin was in the Purge movies. Like he was the person in the original Purge movies that they let in the house. I feel like we're like four or five Purge movies in, so I can't even imagine the original. I remember yeah. like the premise, of course, but faces, no, except for like. I remember the one where they were, like, on the rooftop and those girls broke in. I remember that one, too. Yeah, so that was the third one, and he was in that one, too. But by then, he was, he was like, running that whole organization. But in the very first one, he was just a guy who the little boy oh. lit in the house. Okay, I see the picture. Edwin Hodge, I do recognize his face. You said Aldous is his brother? Mm-hmm. Aldous Hodge. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know these actors. They are related. Look at them. 
they look just mm-hmm. they look like brothers for real. <laughs> they are brothers. <laughs> they are. All right, all right, okay. Let's check out that relationship history. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, what you what you do right now? All right, let me stop looking. I think Aldous is single, but Edwin got something going on, which says, you know, he was my original crush. So I was just like, you know. Well, he was in a Black Mirror well, episode. That I remember, too. Aldous or Edwin? Um, Edward. No, Aldous. Aldous. Ooh, one of his middle names is Basil. How unique. Aldous Alexander mm. Basil Hodge. All right, this is getting It long. does sound British. Yeah, right. We were just about to end. <laughs> and then we said, wait, rabbit hole. <laughs> Let's dive in. <laughs> Over here doing like, Alice, what? You said, don't fall down the rabbit hole. <laughs> I'm already in Wonderland. You're on the Oh, goodness. All right. Would you like to tell the people where they can find us, Mandy? <laughs> of course. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at MNO Podcast. You can send us all of your thoughts and comments, questions, and concerns at Mandy and Ollie at gmail.com. Please be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen, and then that way you will know when we drop a new episode. Well, look at Mandy coming in with the tutors. That's usually my thing after she gives you where we can find us. So I'm going to have to find a new thing. I just wonder how old you are because... Yeah, All right, you guys. Thank you so much yeah, for listening. Of it every week, Bye. Yeah. Every week Bye. Yeah. I know some, some things, but I can't complain. Cause I stuck to you and I asked your name. Yeah, I came with game. Tell me your name. She said, Roxanne, then you look so familiar. Yeah, you look so familiar. Don't I know you from back when? Yeah, way, way back when.